everybody. I'm Kate Conroy. And I'm Vanessa Vitola. And this is Other People's Business, which is the podcast from the New Jersey Business and Industry Association, the largest statewide business association in the country, representing about a million jobs in the state of New Jersey. We release a new episode every other Wednesday, so be on the lookout for that. Shout out to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group. They do home, auto, and workforce comp. So if you are in the market for updated coverage, check them out. Awesome. Just a couple housekeeping matters before we get started today. This podcast is available anywhere you can get a podcast. That's iTunes, Google Play, Amazon's TuneIn. We even throw these things up on YouTube if you'd rather watch than listen. But no matter how you check this show out, show it some love. Give it that like. Give it that comment. Give it that five-star review on Amazon. Sorry, iTunes. But if you can review things on Amazon like this, by all means, do it there too. Helps all of their respective algorithms push out the show to more people just like you. But with all of that out of the way, our awesome guest today from Attention to Detail Cleaning is Denise Christopher. Denise, say hi, let the audience hear your voice. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? Excellent. How are you? Doing pretty good. Thank you so much for being with us today. Sure. So our icebreaker question is, what are you currently binging? And it can be books, movies, television, food, anything that you're currently binging. I am so ready for this question. But if you also have something top of mind, by all means, Denise, feel free to jump in. Okay, kind of nerdy, um, but I completely- That describes our show to a T. I know, (laughs) you're in good company. (laughs) Totally, I'm always binging podcasts. Um, I very rarely turn on my TV and it's just because I'm going all the time. So I'm always looking to listen to, you know, I want to hear stuff, I want to learn stuff, I want to see what's going on. So I would say podcasts. Um, What's your favorite podcast right now? Um, really anything business related. I do business, health, um, spiritual, you know, just something where I could kind of learn from. Nice. I mean, obviously the, the best business podcast on the internet right now is other people's yeah. business, but <laughs> <laughs> give me some other ones that you might recommend to some people. Uh, definitely a lot of Gary uh, Vaynerchuk. Um, two of my friends have Rob Lyon. He is uh, actually someone I do business with all the time and he has his own podcast and my friend John Baruti he does um investment type uh um podcast so anything where I'm learning a lot of health uh Wendy Myers a lot of health uh related stuff too just trying to always learn that's great oh my gosh (laughs) mine is gonna be like pale in comparison I think um but there is a podcast element so uh a couple of episodes ago we talked about the many saints of Newark which is the the Sopranos prequel that just was released on HBO. And it I loved it so much that I decided to, to go back and start rewatching The Sopranos from the beginning. I've never done a rewatch before. Never? Never. Wow. It's a great show. Yeah. And it's like 20 years old at this point. It was, I think it was 1997 that it came out. Five um, years ago. You're right, exactly. So anyway, I've been um right before I decided to right before I hit play on rewatching it, our coworker, Heather Hansbury, shout out to Heather, told me about this podcast called Talking Sopranos, which is hosted by Michael Imperioli, who played Christopher, and Stephen Schrippa, who played Bobby Bacala. And they do a recap episode for each Sopranos episode. And so I'm watching an episode and then listening to the podcast and then talk about it and recap it. They do interviews with cast members and it is, phenomenal i cannot get enough it's so good that's a good one yep absolutely i've been doing um i I wouldn't say binging because i don't do a lot of binging anymore you know with my daughter like it's i get like a very limited amount of time on the television Mm -hmm. a day 
But I've been looking forward every week to watching Why the Last Man on Hulu. And the last episode just dropped um, a little earlier this week as of when we're recording this. They, uh, it, it was one of those victims of the pandemic. Like they, they contracted the cast through a certain point thinking that would be well beyond the first season and they'd be able to decide after it was over whether or not it was worth continuing. But the, the contracts came up like a couple weeks into season one. So they were like, you know what? We're just, we're just going to cancel it. We don't care how good it is. And it was, it's such a shame because it was a, a graphic novel about, um, it was sort of like a, a big pandemic, which I guess is, you know, all the, you know, very relevant now. But on a one random day out of nowhere, any mammal with a Y chromosome just drops dead. So you have, for the most part, the entire world of women. Um, you have some like trans people that um, were still alive. And there's one um, born male who survives along with his pet monkey. And they cross country trying to find like a geneticist that can help them save humanity, all that. But the the show just took it so much further, you know, like his his mother winds up in this place where she um she was a congresswoman who happened to be the highest person, you know, to in succession for the presidency. So in the book, that's just kind of like this throwaway thing. But in the show, they really focused on that and they they had all these um, people working round the clock trying to restore power, get people clean food or food and clean water and all that. And it it was just fleshed wow. out so much better. And it, it's just such a shame that they killed it, you know? That's, that's a lot. I mean, I want, I want to watch something that's going to make me happy. Yeah, no, this, I, I don't know that this would be it. I mean, it's not like miserable or anything, but it was, it was really well written. Um, it's interesting, like when they had the, they cut to like what's going on with the president and, you know, them trying to restore power and everything. And to kind of drop some antagonists into that scenario, they wrote in real life counterparts for some, I won't, I won't give the names because they're very polarizing figures, but very polarizing political figures mm -hmm. got dropped into that room. And it just adds so much tension and they're so well written. Like, even though you hate, some of these characters at the same time you kind of love them because you know where they're coming from like there's this whole grief element that was written into it but speaking of plagues and viruses and bacteria and all these things denise tell us what you do uh we are uh, attention to detail janitorial services um and we provide cleaning cleaning and disinfecting services to offices businesses beauty salons uh any kind of commercial property Wow. And Did you start it yourself? I started myself. Um, in 2012, I was recently divorced. I had moved back from St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands and had to move in with my mom, uh, with my two children. At the time, gosh, one was starting high school, one was starting middle school, and I had to have an income. Uh, in St. Thomas, I had decent jobs, and I had actually started a social media marketing and graphic design company when... Uh, when I was there, brought it over here, it just wasn't enough. Uh, money wasn't coming in quick enough. And I had asked my sister if I could clean her house so I could put gas into the borrowed car that uh, I was that I had. So um, that's kind of where it started. And uh, sometimes I would go to work four o'clock in the morning and do seven, eight houses. Uh, at the, that point I was uh, helping a friend um, and I would help him with a restaurant really early. So. It was uh, anything I could get and just kind of started hustling from there uh, and it grew um, slowly the resident well, the residential grew but then I started getting into more commercial and uh, 
that was just better for me. Once you're carrying insurance, the profit on cleaning homes isn't really there. I guess that makes, I never thought about that before, but I guess that totally makes sense. Yeah. So uh, yeah. growing and I was able to do my own social media and I was able to do my ads. Um, so that kind of carried over. Um, when I was in St. Thomas, I had a customer service job at one point. So I had that. Um, yeah, so it's just kind of uh, like these convergence of all these skills that you wouldn't yeah. think are compatible, but they come together so well. And, uh, also in St. Thomas, I was a, a director of alumni relations at the private school where my daughters went. So I kind of just had the organizing of things and events um, and that's, it kind of all came together. It happens as it should, I guess, when I look back, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. But so this is your your company during a pandemic i can only imagine how that how that impacted you know it versus you and you versus it i don't know right. if I said that right. <laughs> at that point we're going what almost into two years ish yeah. um i probably at that point had maybe eight to ten employees so you know now i don't want to take that away from them but we were fortunate in the way that our business grew even more um, we started providing electrostatic disinfecting. Um, and uh, that, what's that? I think of myself as a neat freak. And when you throw things out there, I'm like, ooh, new technologies and cleaning things is, up. <laughs> uh, we, would, we would go into a store or a doctor's office, any kind of commercial place. Actually, we did a few homes as well um, with its electrostatic gun. And pretty much, I think it's when you're shooting the disinfectant, you fill it up disinfectant, it's electric. And it's the positive charge meets a negative charge, and the liquid wraps itself around the chair, the desk. So you don't have to get everything wet. It's so fine. It um, it dries quickly. It's just a great service we were able to provide. Uh, we do it on an emergency basis because most cases are, you know, we had a positive a COVID positive person in here. Could you come spray? Of course, we're usually there within an hour or two. That's what was amazing. it like when it first broke out? Was Were the phones ringing immediately or was it more like people being like, uh, no, maybe there was a break? We saw an increase in frequency. If somebody was once a week, they may have gone into three times a week. A lot of people have actually stayed three times a week. Um, so it was just more increase of frequency because a lot of people were working for, from home, but there was still a person or two that went into the office. And I feel like, you know, because there was so much of the unknown, people wanted to make sure that no matter what, how long the um, germs lived on the surface, they wanted to make sure that it was covered and they were really protecting their employees from what I saw. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, we. Um, I don't remember exactly when it might, it might've been late March, early April, 2020. I remember we got an email that they had brought your company in to clean our office. Yeah. And I remember thinking at the time, like the first thing that crossed my mind was like, wow, somebody had to go in and clean my office. So I. My apologies to you on that. <laughs> but, uh, Everybody's brains work different. That's what we say. But I, I always just thought like, wow, that means, you know, it, it was surprising to me just that the, it was cleaned, even though we weren't there, you know? Um, so it was just surprising to me, like the world is still going and all that. And I guess for you, it, it kept going even harder. Yeah, it is. And actually, um, we serviced a few fire departments. We were doing inside their trucks. You know there because that doesn't stop you know they're yeah. still going to be in and out of the building so um yeah it, it's a it's a great service so that has grown it was something we did not offer before there really wasn't a need it was. 
I saw on your website that one of the services you guys offer is um, like a, a real estate, you know, if you're moving in, moving out, maybe selling a house. Um, we had a, a big boom in the housing market during COVID. How did that affect you guys? Also in a, in a very good way. Um, oh, that's good. <laughs> my and I are both real estate agents um, as well. So we were able to go into a home, um, clean out the home. Some people are in positions where they're moving their family or the parents into a nursing home or assisted living. And what do you do with all the stuff? So we would come in, we sort, we pack, we donate, we find things for the families. We find DD-214s, military papers. We recently found a beautiful wedding band that was just, actually it was a wedding ring, diamond ring, um, that was like a, an heirloom in the family. Um, so we love, I'm getting goosebumps talking. <laughs> I've never even considered that. You know, like usually when I think about people cleaning, I don't think about what I might actually find unearthed in, you know, yeah. the archeological mess that is my house. You know? So we will clean and we'll pack it all up. We pack it to donate it. We find families in need. Um, fire department tells us, okay, this family had a fire. They need this or that. We find single parents that need beds for their kids, um, dining room sets. Um, what, oh, I said recently we had um, uh, college students that needed to furnish their apartments. So then we give a donation slip to the family. They can do whatever they want with it and it doesn't go into the dump. That was the big thing. So, and then we'll go in, we'll clean, clean out the house, clean the house, list the house. So um, we're busy. Fantastic. That's fantastic. So here's a question for you. If, if you clean all day long, are you at a place in your life now where your, your partner's messiness gets on your nerves if it's just a little bit too much there? Or are you like, the, the whole rest of my life is just sanitized. Let, let home be messy. Where, where, do you, where do you fall on that? I'm okay with the home messy. You know what I mean? It's like, nice. I, I, I want to enjoy my, my, my family. I don't want to have to worry, you know, clean up crumbs behind them. Of course, we're there wiping the dinner table and doing the basic stuff, but you know, it's not, it's very average. <laughs> very average. Yeah, it is very average. Yeah. I it, like that, that old thing, the cobbler's children go shoeless or something like that. It's not painting, but it's, it's clean, but it's, um, I'm okay with a little clutter. It's, you know, yeah. you don't have the electrostatic cleaning going no. on. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just one of those things. Life is busy and I'm not going to get, I'm not stressing myself out over it. Yeah. Vinny once had like this throwaway comment about the state of the inside of my car. And it stuck with me for so long that when I finally took it through the car wash and had them vacuum, I made a point to tell him about it. And then he made a point to look and like, congratulate. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think we were, what was it? Was it the energy conference? We were, I, I, yeah. we were at one of our events recently and we parked next to each other and she made a point to be like, here, look at my car. It's much better than the last time <laughs> I saw it. And I gotta say, it's super impressive. She has her own little garbage can that hangs <laughs> off of like the, I, what is that hanging off of? Like, it's a little, what used to be the cigarette lighter, but now sure. is the charger for my car. For that it was phone. adorable. I, it last, Kate it? is redeemed. <laughs> I appreciate that because the throwaway comment, I don't remember exactly. I think I was talking about how neat of a person I am. Yeah. And he literally said to me, I've seen the inside of your car. And I was like, oh, this shit. I was on the air too. <laughs> yeah. always there. You know, the intention is there, but I, I don't know. I just, you almost have to shut it down mentally and just 
enjoy what's there and what you're working for instead of stressing yourself out. So true. So true. All right. I think we are going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to play a game. And we're back and it's now time to play Awful or Awesome. I'm going to name three things and we each have to decide quickly if they're awful or awesome and be prepared to defend your answers. Are you ready? Always. First up, DIY project. Awesome. <laughs> wow, okay. Okay. I, I think they're awesome when someone else is leading the way. I don't think I'm handy enough to create something from scratch and just like do it. But if somebody else wants to like, lead i'm i'm right there enjoying myself mostly that's good <laughs> yeah then, i i think it's awesome in theory i'm not great at that kind of stuff like there's a lot of stuff that i would love to even be able to get into but i know that i just like can't like um as a techie like there there are certain things that i really want to buy that require a certain amount of soldering and welding and i'm just like i, I can't do that you know? <laughs> so. yeah yeah over over the summer when i was at home visiting my parents my dad decided to buy a carport and he knew that there was going to be a lot of people in town so he decided to put it together when a lot of us were there and it turned out that i was the one helping the most and i had a great great time but if you would have told me in advance that i was going to be putting together a carport with my dad like tools and everything never i would have never Kate's a totally different person when she goes to Minnesota, you know, <laughs> I always get the texts with like the dirty hands and like whatever the project was, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've always been very crafty, you know, I could come out, you know, I would do little flower arrangements or paintings or whatever. And then when I moved to St. Thomas, you're limited with, you know, what you have available to you. So you kind of had to find use for things. So you're not throwing out that table. You're going to use it, paint it, use it for somewhere else. Um, I, I love all the DIY. I don't know. That is so cool. Are you a big HGTV person? When I can, yes. Yeah. That's the first thing I'll put on. Nice. Love yeah. it. All right. Next up is Peloton. What's a Peloton? Do you want to, Denise, do you want to tell Vinny what Peloton is? Peloton is the, the spin bike with the oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a great thing. I um I love my Peloton. I have to admit I have not been on it as often as I want to be. Um I love it. It's uh some I'm, I'm never I've never been a runner. So that's kind of where I get my cardio and mm -hmm. uh, I love my Peloton. That actually got me through a lot of the whole pandemic when everybody's home able to get a hold of one. So That's cool. I love it in theory, but if I were to own a piece of exercise equipment, it would absolutely turn into a storage unit for clothing. I know that <laughs> in my heart. I know that in my heart. <laughs> I just got one actually. Um, yeah, really? I haven't admitted this over the, I don't know that I've admitted this on the podcast, but I actually caused the pandemic. Like you all have me to blame for that because what happened was every time in my life I've gotten really serious about like getting into better shape and everything. Like some horrible calamity happens. Like I've broken toes, I've gotten the shingles. Like, and this time, you know, like I was at the gym, I was going to the pool, I was on the Peloton. I now know what I can call it. I used to just call it the bike. And it was every day. And then I want to say like one day I went to the the gym and it was like March 11th or something. <laughs> that was the last day for a while. The universe kind of checked in and was like, wait a minute, is he? Oh yeah, we got to put a stop to that. So, <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, like I, I just kind of got back into it. it. It's one of those things I love doing it. Cause you know, I, I can just, I could do that really all day as long as there's something in front of me that I could watch. So I, I just started binging some stuff while I was doing it. That's a good thing. Cool. Good exercise. Good for you. All right. Uh, last up is pumping gas in New Jersey. And for those of you who do not live in New Jersey or who do not know this about New Jersey, but it is illegal for people to pump their own gas. We There are gas pump professionals who will take your money and fill up your tank for you. So in the wintertime, in the summertime, when it's super hot or super cold, I think it's pretty sweet that I don't have to get out of my car because I spent my whole life, you know, first 20 years of it in Minnesota, freezing my little took us off, you know, trying to get gas into my car. Um, so I think it's awesome, but I know that a lot of people feel differently. And uh, so I'm just going to leave that out there. I think it's fine. Like, I don't think it's a big deal. Um, I had to do that as well where I used to live. And um, I, I don't know. I just feel like do you, do you do it for yourself. Do something for yourself. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, don't complain about stupid things. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't complain about, and that should be on a bumper sticker somewhere. Don't complain yeah. about stupid things. I am. I don't know. I, I don't know anything else, you know, like this, this is just like all I know. I don't, in, in fact, like, I think we had Angelo, um, yeah, Angelo Mandola on the show when we were talking about pumping gas once. And I said, like, every time I have to go out of the state and do it, I have to go to WikiHow and uh figure out like what i'm doing just to like make it happen um i have done it as a bluff a few times like okay there are times where you're sitting in your car for like i i don't know it feels like an eternity before the people come out and yeah. actually decide to like pump your gas so like one time i just got out of my car and pretended like i was gonna do it like you know like oh i'm gonna do it myself it was totally a bluff because as soon as i touched the thing i would have no idea what i was doing <laughs> they tore out there <laughs> yeah. I was like all that, right this works that is amazing and it got their attention right yes it got their attention immediately <laughs> I didn't know it was against the law like so I guess if I had followed through on that that would have been like double on me <laughs> so I recently discovered that you do not have to be a member of Costco in order to buy their gas um and so when I went to Costco recently because gas is gone up in price recently so I just downloaded the gas buddy app again and so I found that the cheapest gas in my neighborhood was at Costco so I went there and the guy in front of me handed out his card and a little cash and I couldn't tell exactly how much and he told the guy what he wanted and so now I'm like are we supposed to be tipping have I not been tipping this whole entire how much do you tip um I tip no matter where I go like two bucks Real? I, I did not know that we were supposed to be tipping. For, I, it <laughs> didn't even occur to me that that was like the kind of thing you would tip for. Oh my gosh. I don't think you're supposed to. It's just, it's they're in the heat, they're in the cold, they're providing a service for you. And if everybody did a dollar or two bucks, how great would their day be? No, you're totally right. But I never knew yeah. that it was even allowed until I saw this other person in front of me. I've never seen anybody else do it before. Yeah. My mind is blown. I have to rethink everything. Yeah. I was I actually like... going to. Oh, what? Go He's going to like go to every gas station she's been to. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> retroactive tipping. No, That's I'm going to start to over tip. And you to know make up for... They appreciate it. They really appreciate it that you're, you know. Goodbye. I have no idea. I feel terrible. I, I was going to say, when you said um, Costco, you didn't have to be a member. Um, last episode, I said we do everything better in New Jersey. Um, when I went to, I drove to Pittsburgh a couple times 
and I will do anything to not have to pump my own gas. So like, I'll stop right at the border <laughs> of New Jersey and get, you know, fill up. But in this one time, I was on fumes and I rolled into like what my GPS told me was the nearest gas station. And it was something like a Costco that they have in Pennsylvania. And um, I was like, hey, I, I, can you fill me up? And they were like, well, where's your membership card? And I was like, I'm not a member. I'm from out of state, you know, just help me out here. And they're telling me like, we can't do it. And I'm like, what do you mean? Just like a gallon would be fine. I'm on few, like just get me to the next station. And they just oh refused. God. And I was like, there ought to be laws. That oh say that you that's need not okay. Like a good Samaritan law or something. Write something. Just be like, yo, do you have a membership? Can you just put yeah. the card in for me for a second? Literally drove away and like was lucky enough to find a, a yeah. nearby different gas yeah. station. Yeah, and I'm really lucky. Because I, when I say I was on fumes, I thought I was lucky just getting there. there and uh, I, I was bad. like halfway tempted to just leave the car there and walk to whatever the next place was. <laughs> Get one of those red canisters and bring it back, you know? <laughs> Can you imagine if you like had to have AAA come tow you out of the, the gas station. Uh, yeah, the gas station, because you were out of gas and they wouldn't fill exactly. you up. Yeah, and I, I would throw so much shade at the <laughs> whatever that company was. Oh that would have been like a whole remember. social media phenomenon right there. I can't believe you don't remember the name of the company. No, I don't. Oh. It was just like I rolled in there. Whatever like Philadelphia's like version of that, or not Philadelphia, Pittsburgh's version of that. Is. Or something. I don't know. Damn. It's a few years. Every For me, everything now is a few years ago, but this was a few years even before the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> But speaking oh of the pandemic, um, actually, I did have one question that I, I wanted to ask in the last half of the show, and I, I totally forgot. So um, being somebody who was in the cleaning industry, we got a lot of changing information on COVID when things were rolling out to us, especially in the early pandemic. You know, I, I remember hearing things one week that were just totally wrong, you know, the next week. What was that like kind of staying on top of that kind of stuff? It was so frustrating because we would... We were constantly, again, back to podcasts, back to getting information, um, constantly trying to figure out how long the coronavirus, flu virus, any virus is going to last on the surface. Um, they're saying that the stainless uh, was three days and the wood was 24 hours and um, for mica top may be different, but that information kept changing. And it was a little frustrating because we want to be able to pass that, that information on to our clients. Um, yeah. So we just did it more often just to be on the safe side, but there was constant changing information. Um, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating, but it was all new to everybody. Um, you know, so it was, it was challenging. Yeah. I remember there were things that I took as like law, you know, like uh, it was like on paper, it would be like 24 hours and that might've changed like later. But I remember like my mail, I had like a constant quarantine, unless it was something like I really wanted to open in that moment. And then I would just right. use the hand sanitizer. And we went through that yeah. time, um, the spraying, the, gro the, the grocery packaging, spraying mail, leaving it outside, um, you know, and think about the businesses, you know, what they, they had a hard time and kind of came to us for that information, you know, should we leave? And we always just kind of would go on the side of caution, you know? Yeah, At I had a, point, no, go ahead. I was gonna say, at what point in the learning process did we hit electrostatic? <laughs> yeah. I think kind of early on because I it was there. It was there before because it's um something they actually it's the same stuff they use now on planes. Um, you know, did you ever see the picture of those electrostatic guns that they're using? I think no. they were using them before <laughs> when the flu virus was out, not at all as much as you'd see it now. Uh, but it became a, a big part of our business. Uh, 
people, you know, came, came to us all the time and still do. I mean, it sounds like it would be a blast. It's kind of like the adult version of like water guns. You know, yeah. you're like running around the house like, ah! <laughs> electrocuting COVID. You know? <laughs> you're going and it's kind you know, you're, you're going into a hazardous situation. There's been a COVID positive or several people. You are masked up. You are in full Tyvek suits. You're in boots and goggles because not only to keep yourself from being around the spray, which like I said, it's minimal, but we, Again, we don't know, so we protect ourselves. Um, you just want to pr protect yourself from the virus and from the stuff you're spraying so you're not getting it all the time, you know, your nose. I mean, hearing your story in the beginning, you sound like a very brave person. So, like, what was that like? You know, like, the, were, was there ever any kind of, like, fear? Like, they've got you running in to handle COVID, like, everywhere all day, you know? Um, not really fear, because, again, you're protecting yourselves. Um, I, I know that but you're protecting yourself and the information is changing. Like you said, right. you know, So we go as cautious as we can. And yeah. then when you come back out, you are getting yourself sprayed. You're spraying each other before you take off that gear. Um, you know, it's just doing everything. Cause you're going home, you're going home to your kids and you know, you just want to protect everybody. There was definitely a fear of bringing it into the house. Cause you were just in a place with it. And did I miss a spot to spray myself? So you know, we, we went through it and you know, I think the, the most eerie time I always remember when things kind of started coming back and it was Costco again, they had just opened up and you had to wear a mask and now we're used to wearing the mask, but it was, the store was crowded. Everyone had a mask on and it was quiet because nobody was talking. And it was like the strangest time that I remember. And I'm like, are we coming back? Are we not coming back? Like, you know, your mind's constantly going. Should I be touching, you know, where this person just stopped the shelf? Can I touch it? And it's just, then you start getting inside your head, I think, sometimes, you know? I mm. remember that time of quiet. We would go to, to the store and everyone was just tense and silent. Yeah. And it was yeah. like big eyes, like shell shocked. It was so. Yeah. Everybody awful. was scared. So. Yeah. Oh my God. So say somebody has an office building that they want to have professionally cleaned. How can people get in touch with you if they need to? Uh, they would call my phone number, 732-814-1616. They could also go to our website, which is atdcleanteam.com, uh, and they could reach us that way. Uh, what we typically do is go out and assess each site, and then we'll provide them usually within the, the next day or two with a cleaning proposal with the insurance certificates and everything. Um, we like to go and meet them in person, discuss their needs. Everybody's needs are different. Uh, different. Everybody's frustrations are different. Um, so we go in and just want to be personal one-on-one. -on -one. Nice. Very cool. Right. I think that's our show. That's the show. Thank you to our listeners, especially our subscribers. We so appreciate the support. Thank you to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group, the official sponsor of the show. They do home, auto, and workers' comp, so check them out if you need some updated coverage. And finally, thank you to Denise Christopher of ATD Clean Team for joining us today. Thank you so much.